night, everybody. Well, welcome back to another episode of the Blazer Victory Podcast. John Duncan here, and of course, I'm joined as always with my co-hosts, Jimmy Marion and Darian Smith. And guys, we are coming to you a little later than normal. Normally, we have an instant reaction uh, the night, uh, uh, you know, right after the game. Um, but of course, I was out of town in Annapolis, and hotel Wi-Fi was pretty spotty. So we are. We're just now getting this done Sunday night now that I'm back home. John, everybody but, knows you were in Annapolis. You know why? Was it? Because you were on TV. Oh, let's go, baby. I should have worn my real hey. star, a real star for that. If there's anything to look hopeful for, we need to see more John airtime on TV. I think hey, I will I, say, though, I will say, though, that it was like, a one-point game when John got on TV, and then it went the other way. <laughs> it so was we got to monitor in. that situation. <laughs> that's right, man. Maybe I was too close to the beach, Jimmy. That's what it was. Um, but yeah, guys. Hey, oh, this game recap episode is always during this season. Uh, all the game recap episodes are brought to you by Cahaba Brewing Company. Uh, of course, check out their pale ale or blonde um, in stores near you, or travel down to the tap room to try all the great beers that they have on draft um or it, go to cahababrewing.com and check out their website so you can see all their great core beers that they offer but check out cahaba brewing uh cahababrewing.com uh thank you guys so much for uh sponsoring this game recap episode um this football season and basketball season but guys uab falls 31 to 6 to navy on veterans day in Annapolis. And as we mentioned earlier, I, I was at the game, uh, spent the weekend in Annapolis, um, had a great time other than the game. Um, but I, guys, this this is probably going to be our shortest game recap episode in the history of the Blazer Victory podcast. Um, but Jimmy, Darian, I, I really want to know both of your thoughts. We, we, we talked a little bit in the text thread right after the game. Um, but in person, I just, I really do not know what the, what the offensive game plan was heading into that game. If, if that's what it is, it definitely, uh, leaves me scratching my head as, as did all the UAB fans in attendance. And let me, before we start, before I throw to you guys, I will say there were a bunch of UAB fans at that game. The UAB was well represented, uh, in, in, in Navy Memorial stadium, like, I was a little surprised. I knew there would be a bunch, you know, like me that have always wanted to see Navy. Um, and of course, UAB's first time going there uh, to Navy, and I went there. Um, but I, I was I was very uh, happy with the crowd, green and gold at this stadium. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm gonna throw it to you guys because I want to know your thoughts. I want to know what the TV broadcast was saying. Um, oh. were, were they scratching their heads like we were? Like what? Yeah, well, Jimmy, Jimmy, what were they saying? <laughs> well, before we hop into that, I want to know because we talked about the environment going into the game, right? We talked about the statistic of uh, UAB's opportunities, you know, dating back to 2010, uh, playing, you know, on the road in front of, you know, what I would define as a true home field advantage. John, you being there in person, did you feel as if it was a true home field advantage what was it like uh there in person oh it, i mean it was amazing um you know seeing the brigade march in um there it was not a sellout crowd like we were expecting um i believe announced was right under thirty thousand. Mm -hmm. um but but the atmosphere was amazing like to see all those uh 
you know, to see the brigade march in, to see the flyover, um, really, really cool. Um, just, just too dang bad. The <laughs> the game sucked. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no doubt. Well, for me, um, you know, I had some thoughts uh, that I wrote down at halftime, and it started off with the UAB offense. We're going to talk probably the majority of the time uh, for this podcast about the UABO, but you look at UAB offensively. Um, you know, in the first half, they had 74 total passing yards, uh, you know, which is appalling against the Navy defense. And, uh, you know, for me, I, I wrote down a note that I thought BB, uh, we'll talk about a couple of players that looked good offensively. I thought BB, especially in the first half, he had uh, four carries for 37 yards, almost 10 a clip. I thought that he, uh, you know, gave the UAB offense some spurt there in the first half. And Defensively, on the other side of the ball, I thought that UAB's defense uh, had a bend but don't break mentality. Navy had moved the ball, um, had had uh, was successful on some conversions, but UAB was turning Navy over, and so I thought there was some real fight in the UAB defense, and I believe that opinion is shared by most um, fans. Um, you know, and I had jotted down here as a UAB offense needs to dial up a touchdown in their first drive in the second half. That didn't happen, um, but ultimately. Uh, you know, Navy was never uncomfortable, in my opinion. We talked about uh, on the preview that, you know, the magic number for TFLs for the UAB defense is going to be five. Well, UAB got three. That statistic and that trend continues uh, in which really the opponent, if they can get five TFLs, they can put uh, Navy in some, you know, long down and distance situations, win those early downs. Uh, you know, that's a good recipe for success. And, uh, you know, offensively, we talked about needing to score probably in the 28. Uh, we said we need to score at least 28 points. And, you know, looking at the pick six, we need even more than that. Um, but, you know, for me, I mean, it's all about the offense. Uh, I know there was some praise about the defensive coordinator uh, for Navy, but this is the same Navy defense that gave up a combined 76 points to South Florida yeah. Temple. Yeah, um, I don't want to hear that. Hey, I, I don't yeah. want to hear that. Yeah, I saw that post game. And, yeah, yeah. I, I don't want to hear this Navy. I, all respect to the troops, but this Navy defense, this Navy pass defense is trash. That's right. And that's what is, I mean, we're, we're trying to stay as positive as we can here early, but you know, that was, that was super concerning. Um, I had wrote a note. I thought the offense was bad in the first half and they said, hold my beer, second half performance. Uh, you know, we'll actually just worsen that statistic. We talk a lot about uh, points scored in the third and fourth quarters compared to our opponents. That stat did not get any better, um, you know, through this Navy game. So, and I thought last thing before I want to toss over Darian, I don't know about you guys, but seeing the offense struggle at the end of the game, uh, calling timeouts to try to get that ball across the end zone, I understand conceptually you're trying to get a score, but that was just really difficult to see. Like even at the end, Navy defense standing strong and UAB unsuccessful um, getting in the end zone late. Um, I really don't know where to start with this, but, you know, uh, I wish the game would have been better, obviously. Um, pretty disappointed, extremely disappointed in our offensive play overall, you know, starting with the game plan. Um, you know, maybe <clears throat> as John and, and the guys over at Magic City Impact, maybe when you guys uh, get to sit down with Trent, you guys will be able to, you know, kind of talk to the, uh, talk through the thinking of what the game plan was. Um, some, something that the commentators were saying was like we were being extremely conservative and I, I felt that way too and I, I just didn't understand and I thought well maybe it's because 
you know, maybe we feel like we need to sustain some drives, um, you know, sustain some drives and try to give our defense time to rest, you know, um, try to put together methodical drives. And I personally, I personally don't agree with that line of thinking. Um, I think we have developed an identity this year, offensively especially. I mean, we did it against Georgia. We played against some good defenses, man. And if if you develop an identity, you stick to that identity. I don't know. I don't agree with going – if I'm a technical fighter, um, if I'm a technical fighter, and this is boxing, if I'm Floyd Mayweather, the, the 38-year-old version of Floyd Mayweather, Floyd was not a knockout artist. He was a points fighter. Right. Why would you get in the ring and, you know, go slugfest? You go. Why would you switch styles depending on the boxer? Um, I know Trent early in the year, he talked about us being a team having to win with multiple identities. I just don't think we're there. We haven't proved that we're there yet. We haven't been that. So I just didn't understand the lack of passing the ball. That was the obvious weakness against this team. And I know Navy was playing really soft. So to take away those deep shots and and they 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 fainted blitz a lot and they they bagged up. But I think it's two ways you can get teams out of that. I think you can throw to open up the run. Um I just felt like we got predictable, right? Like on first down, it was just a handoff almost all of the time. It was just it was just nothing to it. It was just a handoff, right? And then we kept going with that same line of thinking and we were just I, I felt as if we were predictable and um you know we've lived through being a predictable offense before and I think that's what it was if you you know you you that's not our identity like we could do that in in past years because our identity was to run the ball mash it no matter if you know it's coming or not we had a way we was going to win and we were going to win that way it wasn't going to be any other way. This year, we're a big play offense. We have the weapons. We have them all around. We You utilize them. I don't care what the defense is doing. You utilize them. And then, you know, you get them to back up, maybe run some draws. Like, you can you can maybe throw it, you know, in certain situations. I, I, I third and short offense is, whoo, is something, something to be studied. But, uh... Overall, I'm happy. I'm happy the defense showed that fight. They showed that grit. Um, they kept getting stops. Um, you can tell that that 12 minute drive just really it was brutal. You know, it was it was hard to watch. Just we couldn't get off the field, and it was just like long third and third and 11s and all this type. And they were converting on the ground. That was really disheartening. But I'm not. I can't blame this on the defense. They gave us turnovers. Navy doesn't turn the ball over. We turned them over a couple times at crucial points, and um, I don't know, man. We just look really, really gun shy on offense. I don't know what else to to say about it. But you know, hopefully, um, going forward, we just stick to our identity. If we're gonna score in under one minute, do that. I don't care as long as you put points on the board. I thought the I thought the goal was to put pressure on Navy's offense to to pass and just try to, you know, just like Temple did. They just continued to do what they wanted to do versus we play. I felt as if we kind of played into what Navy wanted to do, and it, it just bit us. So 
Yeah, I think we were just too conservative. And that's exactly what the commentators were saying, John, that we were playing into exactly what Navy wanted us to do. And that was what was so disappointing. It was even more so disappointing when that trend continued. I know in the third quarter we came out and they had a long pass play. I think it was on the, you know, first down conversion to Palmer, you know, which was a pretty throw and catch. And and there was some optimism, you know, maybe they you know, were going to make some adjustments in the second half, but it just didn't stick. Right. Um, you know, a, a stat that I think will surprise nobody if you've watched UAB's offense, but you might not be aware um, that it's at this level is, uh, you know, one stat that they track is the average depth of target. Uh, would either of you guys like to guess what Jacob Zeno's average depth of target on 261 attempts this year is? Eight, eight yards. I was going to say five to eight yards, probably. It is 3.797, 3.8. Oh, wow. Wow. Now, the yards per completion numbers are good because we have a lot of playmakers. Uh, you know, so you look at the statistics here, and just because the average depth of target is low does not mean that that's a necessarily a bad thing. It's just a component of the offense. I'm looking at some of the top, you know, average depth of target QBs this season. You got Tulsa and South Florida are two of the top, you know, five quarterbacks in the country. So it, it doesn't speak to success per se, but it just speaks to, um stylistically a lot of those you know um east to west throws um you know getting about the playmakers letting them make plays and that 3.8 average depth of target is uh actually last in fbs the next to last person would be the ball state quarterback at 4.6 yards average depth of target wow. yeah i think ultimately that's that kind of proved kind of points to that's the lack of di- um diversification in our offense is that um, if you're going to fail to challenge to go downfield, I think what Navy did was just say, hey, we're going to just sit back and rally to the ball, right? And on first downs, we're going to walk you up. And if you want to run the ball, that's the, that was their strength. I, I felt like the strength of this Navy team overall, offense and defense, was their run stop. They can, they can stop the run, and they did against us. They're stout up front. And then when we got in third – even though I don't think they're a good pass rushing team, when we got in third and predictable, um, they just went all out. You know, we saw we saw Will. I was disappointed on that on the um when the guy number ninety four, he did the same exact move. Don't get beat on the same exact move. It was just the dip shoulder speed rush on the outside. He got Will in the first half with the sack on that. He did it again, and it was. Is it is stuff like that is disheartening to see, but I don't I don't think our play calling um, helped out at all because they were able to get us in those uh, predicaments and make us uncomfortable. As Jimmy Jimmy said, he didn't feel like Navy was uncomfortable at all. They weren't. They just kept playing their game, and as long as we as long as we tried to be sluggers instead of technical fighters that we are, they were eventually going to win the game. We 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 weren't going to beat them at their style in their arena. Um, and I think, I just think we needed to threaten them downfield. If you threaten them downfield, you can, you can throw a dump off on first down. You can throw it to the running back. Temple did it, you know, so hopefully it's just a lesson learned and um, we can get more information behind the line of thinking. And then we can just go from there. And swoops yeah. Really good. yeah. Jimmy, you want to talk about swoops? Yeah. On that pick. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we, we talked about the defense just a little bit. Um, you know, again, I think we can all agree that the fight was there um, and the response was there and they did a good job 
uh, especially there in the first half. And a large, significant reason why was the play of Keandre Swoops. I mean, what a heck of a ball game. The force fumbles, uh, the recovery, the uh, pick in the end zone, the fight. There is a uh, tackle. I, I know it had to be in the fourth. I mean, the third and the fourth quarter are just blurry because Navy had the ball for 75 minutes. But there was a play on, um, I think it was on third down. It was either a second and third down where Swoops came through and just made an awesome tackle uh, to create, whether it was a third and short or a fourth and short situation, you know, late there in the ball game. And he was just aggressive, assertive, um, you know, he was opportunistic. He just really uh, made a lot of big, impactful plays. And uh, despite, you know, a lot of things not going well uh, for UAB uh, against Navy, one of the bright spots was absolutely the play of Keandre. Definitely. And, you know, UAB, you know, there have been a lot of UAB fans. And, you know, we, we've we talked about it on the pod about this the performance of the defense this year. But this Navy loss is 100% on the offense. Like the defense played, I felt its best complete game of the season at Navy. It's just the offense. I mean, you throw two picks, you just you can't move the ball. You punt it what five or six times. And what's so frustrating, guys, on the offense? And you know, we will never berate anybody on this podcast. We're not that type, but we can be real. Um, you you have a, a third and short or medium, you know, late in the well in the fourth quarter, you get a false start, back up five, and I think that made it what third and eight or something like that. You immediately get flagged for a delay of game after a false start. I don't think I've ever seen that happen in a college game. Like, what is going on? Like, this and is a team. And it was a moment too. It was bad. And then you don't get it, and you punt and give the ball back to Navy after they just had a what twelve, thirteen minute drive. Yeah, I think yeah, I think you're exactly right. I think it went to like third and nine, then third and yeah. fourteen, and yeah, then just, we did punt it. Yeah. And I don't want to hear it. Like the atmosphere was awesome, but it wasn't an electric atmosphere. This team has played at Georgia. This team has played in the Alamo Dome. This team has played at Tulane. This team has well battle tested and played into some similar or you know when you look at georgia a way bigger and lot rowdier environment like and they never had the penalties like that to to the degree back-to-back penalties like that i just i just have so many questions guys and we probably need to wrap this up because i you know i we we had to give the 24-hour rule. I mean, I, we weren't going to be able to record anyway um, due to the <laughs> hotel Wi-Fi. But, I mean, I'm still sitting here 24 hours later still scratching my head. Like, I want to make sense out of it. I want to understand what the thinking was. But, I mean, I don't know. Darren, Darren you talk. Yeah, because I got to throw it to you because I don't. I was about to say, John, we're all, like, extremely disappointed because – we said that we were going to judge these last four games way more critically. So I can't – I'm really disappointed. I I don't know how else to say that. But – I and this is just for the fans. Don't turn your back on this team. Like, the guys that we have, you never – as a UAB fan, as a UAB fan, as a player, the thing that I appreciated the most is when we were having difficult seasons and the crowds were shrinking. And I understand. I understand we're not producing. It's not going to be people – more people in the stands, I get that part. That part never bothered me. I appreciated the fact that those core fans, they never turned their back on us. Like, 
they they always spoke life into us, right? So we, you can feel how you want to feel about the staff and about, you know, what happened with Coach Clark and all, you know, everything that has happened in between. But the last thing you want the players to feel is if we turn their back on them and they and they give way too much of their time and their effort for any any fan to start feeling like that about the team. I I will I will forever support the green and gold. And guys like Skull and Fish and all of these dudes, these seniors, uh to John Palmer, these guys have given everything they have, right? So don't 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 turn your back on them. Always support them. If you have to stay home, I understand not going to the Temple game. If you have to stay home for your mental health, do that. You know, um, I, I, I you you do that because I know how sports. I know how this can really affect your mood, and it can really throw off your day and your whole week if you let it. So protect yourself, but at the same time, send nothing but positive energy to this staff and to this team. Um, the staff doesn't want to lose. This is their first year. I'm pretty sure this is like probably the most some of the most difficult times of their life right now. It's okay to be disappointed and just mad. It's okay, but at the same time, this is our program, right? This is our staff, and we we support them until it isn't. Until it isn't, you be critical, but when it's time to reset and and support support them and, until otherwise. So that's all I got. Hey. Well said, Darren. I saw some fans hit the portal on on social media yesterday. Y'all come back. It ain't too late. It's it's okay. We know you were mad. <laughs> the transfer portal does not open up until December four. Let's let's there have the go. whole season before you hit that portal. That goes for everybody. It goes for the staff. It goes for the players. It goes for us. Y'all just relax. And hey, I'm talking to myself right now. I'm looking in a mirror. I'm trying to tell myself <laughs> to relax because I was not relaxed last night, but we got our bros together and everybody that's listening here, we know this is uh, for some of y'all, this is exactly what you need. You just need to get with some some like-minded people. Let's talk through this a little bit. You know, never get too high, never get too low. The reality of the situation is that UAB could still come out in the last two weeks of the season and win handedly, finish the year five and seven in on a good note, and that could lead to some other good things, some good recruits, and then we're sitting back here, and there could still be established growth. The reality is also is that things can go the other way, and we're going to talk about it. Whatever happens, we're going to talk about it. Let's see this thing play out. Y'all come out and support, and uh, let's hopefully finish the season strong. Well said, guys. Um, and shout out, you know, just a couple of shout outs from uh, some of our BVP listeners uh, I got to talk to in Annapolis. Uh, Mick, Paul, Bill, Mike, um, you guys are awesome. Um, even though we were all frustrated with the performance, it was great seeing some uh, of our Blazer Victory uh, podcast listeners. And there were some others, too. Um, but, hey, basketball's getting hey patreon.com slash blazer pod um we are going to recap the Asheville tournament uab got a big win against maryland um so check out patreon patreon.com slash blazer pod but jimmy send us out until we get to the temple preview in a few in a few days all right y'all everybody have a good week blazer nation just blaze